I've never felt so stupid in my life. I just stood up and it was hanging there, like literally just hanging there. And what we just spent 20 minutes trying to figure out why I can't hear myself. And I figure out it's because it's literally not plugged in. So, but you got your drink, girl. I see you. Is it tasty? Mm hmm. Is there a splash of vodka or like more than a splash? There's a splash of vodka <laughs> because I'm trying to be good. Because <laughs> it's a Monday? Yeah. yeah I feel and, that. Yeah, I'm taking a break. Go! Hey, Regals. I'm Jaleesia Green, and this is While I'm At It. Welcome back. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe and give a five-star rating on Apple Podcast. Also, find me on social at Wyatt underscore pod, on Twitter and Instagram at Wyatt Pod, and on Facebook. That's Wyatt spelled W-I-A-T. Okay, so today I'm joined by one of my very good friends, Sophie Shane. Say hey, girl. Hey, girl. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I've been looking forward to this. Of course, of course. I'm so glad you could join me. So let's tell the people we're talking about today. We're talking about um, some kinks. Kinks. All the kinky stuff. I want to hear all about it. I have some advice for you people. I have some graphic descriptions, you know. So we're going to get into that a little bit. Um, Anything sex. Sex is, sex is good. It's healthy. Empowered. Look, I feel empowered. We are not here to kink shame. You know what I mean? Turn yeah, it kink up. Shame. Do your thing. Turn it the fuck up. <laughs> exactly. So, Selfie, tell me something about, like, what, tell me, like, what your favorite kink is. Or what you think it might be a kink. That's your <sighs> thing. So, I think, I think kinks depend on, like, your partner. Um, For sure. Like, what I'm, you know, and, and the thing about kinks are, is, like, what you would be into with one person because of like the level you're comfortable with them in mm -hmm. um, might not be something you're into with another person. 100%. Um, I like I, for me, intimacy is really important. So like kinks come with intimacy. I've done, um, I've played with bondage. Um, I've done like some choking stuff. I've done, <laughs> For lack of better words, a finger in the booty hole. <laughs> <laughs> they call um, that anal play. <laughs> yeah, anal play, whatever you want to call it. Um, I, I'm i bisexual and I'm super into like threesomes, but it depends on like the, the person you're with. And that's a whole nother discussion. I don't know if like having a threesome or group sex is like a kink. Um, oh, I'll tell you later. Yeah, I have a list. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Stuff like that. For sure. I mean, and you're right when you talk, when you say it depends on your and maybe partner. That, those are like vanilla kinks. I don't know. Those are like I'm sure there's a million out there, but but yeah. that's what comes to mind. Well, like you said depends on your partner. Um, people probably aren't going to be as kiki with a one night stand or that they uh -uh. are of a with a boyfriend from years or so, girlfriend. Yes, or a girlfriend from years. So you're just not going to be super comfortable with somebody random. But let me tell you, I did some research for this episode, right? Because oh, I wanted to have, I wanted the proper language. And so, you know, I know what I do. But when I'm looking at the, re I'm 
you know, looking at these websites and I'm reading this list of kinks and I was like, I knew I was kind of freaky, but you know how you everybody's like, I'm freaky. Mm-hmm. And, I, and then I was like, oh shit, I'm freaky. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, and I'm I like, want everyone to know, what? like I am a regular, <laughs> my longest relationship has been with Pornhub and I'm actually wearing a Pornhub crop top right now for this episode <laughs> that I would only ever wear if I was going to bed. I'd never wear it in public just to like channel the, the kinks. You have to bring out your inner kink mindset mindset which is what it's about right (laughs) all right so oh i should have worn my pornhub socks (laughs) i'm going to like go on a list of some common fetishes that i found on a website and then you can tell me if you've done it if you've heard about it or if you don't know what it is let me know and i explain because i have all the information all right okay um so Wait, wait, wait wait so if i've done it i just say done it I mean, you can give me a little de- detail if you want. Um, that's not a problem. Doesn't matter if it was like with a guy or a girl. No, it doesn't matter. You can let us know. But All right. Impact play. I don't know. Do you know what that is? is? Okay. So you'll know what it is once I explain it to you. But at first I was like, what the heck is impact play? So it's like flogging, paddling, but also on there is one of the most common kinks, I'm sure, which is spanking. Oh. So and- impact play is just like physical contact. Um, stings a little bit of pain. Yes, I've done that. Okay. Um, I mean, who doesn't love a good spank? Am I right? I mean, role playing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. This could be any type. I mean, get the naughty nurse. We have the Star Wars fantasy. If you're talking about, you know, watching friends. Um, I don't know what you're into. What's your role play? So <laughs> I won't get too graphic, but um, the last person I was dating <laughs> was really funny. I got, I had like this little. I ordered this rave costume online for like a Halloween thing, but it was like way too slutty. It was like a schoolgirl situation. And so like, I didn't, I never wore it. And so I just like put it away and I was like cleaning out my closet and I found it. So, um, I told them to like come up and ring ring the doorbell, not like for me to come down and get them because my apartment has like a million different doors to go through. And they were so confused and so annoyed that I like wouldn't come downstairs. I was like, no, trust me, trust me. And he like came in and I was like, <laughs> I was in the little outfit and he was like, oh shit, this is what we're doing. <laughs> and like we were laughing the whole time. Like we couldn't take it seriously, but it, it was good. It was fun. It was fun. I mean, I'm I'm here for that. Okay. (laughs) This is like the thing I hate the most. Okay. Foot fetish. Yeah. um, I'm I'm just not really. You know what, though? Like, I'm not really into it. But one time I was having sex and like randomly my leg was in the air and this person started sucking on my toes. And like I was into it because it was like in the moment. But that only happened once. And that was like a one time thing. But like, I feel like because it was in the moment, it was good. But I would like probably never opt to do it. On my, you know what I mean? Like, I would never be like, hey, suck my toes. <laughs> but I liked it in the moment. Don't give me that look. Mm. So, no, I'm not like into I a, hate feet. I'm I not like, feet. yeah, I know. You, well, I don't have a problem with feet as long as they're pretty. Like, I have pretty feet, so it's fine. No, I don't, I don't want anybody's feet touching my feet. I don't want my feet in somebody's <laughs> mouth. That's disgusting to me. Like, why would you It was like do in the moment. Me? You know, I walk around barefoot all the time. Like, what are you doing? Okay, anyway, anal sex play. I think you are. You kind of mentioned it earlier. Yeah, that is something that I've like. It was never something. It's really hard to do unless you were a very intimate partner. Yeah. So that, like, I, I mean, I could talk a lot about that. I, I think, like, with 
When I'm really intimate with a partner, like I like pushing boundaries because I think that's like a form of intimacy. Um, anal is not something I've done like with a lot of people, but it's been like fun to experiment with, I guess. More so like with like toys than. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. 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 I've like, I've done that like to a girl when I was dating a girl and it was really hot. And I think like I would be on the receiving end. I just haven't like been in that situation. For sure. Uh, I guess. <laughs> so, oh, you, so you kind of, you kind of mentioned this one a little bit earlier, but the next one on the list was group sex. Yeah. Um, I, I think in the right situation, like group sex can be really fun. Um, and I don't mean like I'm not into like the gangbangs or like the train running. Like I'm not into that. Like I'm really into women. So like if there's more women involved, I like that. I've like I had like a foursome with like three girls, and it was it was like mind blowingly amazing. Um, but I like threesomes are really cool. But I think it's like if you're in a relationship, there has to be like a level of intimacy and trust there mm-hmm. in order to do that the right way. Yeah. I feel like it's probably extremely hard to do if you're actually in a relationship because there's always going to be somebody who's left out in a threesome and for, and and if you're not completely comfortable, that could lead to issues. It could, but like I also like there's, you have to have open communication with your partner. Like I've had, I've had two threesomes with people I was dating and they were like fantastic. Like they were so great. There was a lot of communication like that went up beforehand like it was something like I was really into because it's really nice to like for me who's attracted to women to bring another woman into the bedroom um they've been really great but I've also heard like horror stories I I would imagine it's something with like feathers or candle wax or something yeah so we're talking that's what we're talking about our blindfolding ice cubes popsicles tickling feathering i think biting could even be put in that category it's a sensation i haven't really done i like to look at my partner so like i haven't really done that a lot okay i guess no ice cubes no popsicles one time when my ex-girlfriends brought like an ice cube into the bedroom and it just like I was so cold. It like turned me off. (laughs) I was like, like she like tried to go down on me with like an ice cube. And I was like, yeah, this isn't, this isn't working at all. Sensation play was the type of the one I was reading. And I was like, Oh God. Oh, and I'm reading it. I was like, Oh shit. Alicia. Yeah. No. Um, I'm like, yeah, no, I'm exactly the opposite. All right. So orgasm control. So is that like where your partner, like, like, you can't come until your partner says you yes. can. So you bring your partner to the brink and then tell them when they can come. That's a very intense BDSM move. I feel like though it's not as when it's like listed and everything I saw, it was like, it was listed under one of the more very clearly BDSM move. So yes, I've done that both giving and receiving. And like it, like it's so intimate. Like it's, it's very powerful. Um, bondage, which is, you know, yeah, I've played, played with that. I, 
there's, you know, it's, it's funny. I actually follow like an artist on Instagram. I can't, um, I should really look it up and say it at the end of the podcast, but he uses his bondage. He's like Japanese. He, he like does classes on bondage and like, he has these pictures of like this, these women and men that he's like tied up and they're like suspended. And it's, it's, it's almost like art, like very beautiful. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's crazy how much how like bondage can be just like tying your hands behind your back. And then it could be like this whole, like, it looks like you're wrapped up in a hammock suspended from a ceiling. Right. Like there's so many different yeah, levels I've seen to some bondage. Pictures, some like, pictures where like people's arms and legs are bind, like bound behind them. They're bent over. Their bodies are arched. Into yeah. It's like crazy wild position. It's absolutely out of control. So yeah. Um, I haven't done, I haven't, I done think it that like your that. basic handcuffs to the, or tied to the bed post is about I as like far to be in control. So I'm like, not, meh. I'm not, um, nobody's hanging me from a ceiling. It's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, probably not. I feel like that's one of the things I'm too black for. Like you're not about to tie me up. Okay. I just feel like I like to be in control. So I think my, my ancestors would have an actual stroke. <laughs> they look they're like, what the hell? Like, what is she allowing them to do? You know, I date white men. That's too much. I'm dead. Okay. So, Oh, this one is a uh, psychological play. What is that? Okay, so I had to read about this. That a sounds lot toxic. On a few, <laughs> that okay, sounds toxic. Exactly. So I had to read about this in a few websites. It's definitely not for me, but it's like implementing a sexual power change. So like consensual threats and humiliation. Oh no, no, no. And no. I was like, if my partner starts humiliating, hell no. Me while we're having sex, hell no. We are done. <laughs> yeah, no, I <laughs> that don't. Is, but apparently, people are into no it. people. I mean, people get off. I feel yeah, like, I feel like when you talk about. Um, BDSM, it's typically the kind of people who get off on the threats and the belittling are men who are who have power, right? You see a lot of, you hear about it with like CEOs or very powerful men who are in charge of everything in their life and nobody ever speaks back to them because they're at the top of the food chain in their life. And so their kink is for people to basically be rude to them, to humiliate them, to shame them. Um, or I've seen the other side of it where it's like men or women maybe who were like bullied when they were younger and they're, they're so twisted in the head that it's like now they're kink, not kink shaming, but is that like where you see these movies about these like really rich men who like hire like a dominatrix yes, to like exactly. to, but like, it's not even always sex. Like it's, it's just like. Yeah. This sexy hot woman like fucking belittling you, and they pay money for oh, that. Oh no, there's that—that's what I. Matrixes who do not have sex with their. That's like what I. Li- that should have been my career. Yeah, I would have like fucking crushed they don't that. Have sex with them. It's all about a power dynamic. Yep. Um, that's the person to turn on, or it's, for some people, it's like kind of therapy. So there's a TV show actually. Side note called Bonding on Netflix. I don't know if you've seen it. It's hilarious. Not there. There's also like a. Is, is that the one with the girl, the young girl, and like she has an assistant and he's yeah, gay? Yeah, she she, so she's in, she's getting her master's. Yeah. And she does a dom as a side to yes. school and then her friend. Yep, ends up um, coming in on, yep. And, he, and she gets him to be her like sidekick. I think I watched the first season. There's a second season now and yes, I've been meaning to watch it. I just haven't had time. A month ago. Mm-hmm. I watched it. It's pretty good. I don't know. I, I gotta watch it. What's it called again? Bonding. Bonding. Yes. Yeah, so then we think about it and we we're talking about bonding. Bonding on Netflix, everyone. Yes. Check it out. It's actually really good. All right. Um, so no psychological play. That's yeah, that's a hard no. <laughs> All right, voyeurism. Is that like in public? No, that's just 
um, being aroused or being turned on by watching people have sex. And this is actually the number one fetish for most people because, and I think that's because watching porn counts and that's my assumption oh then because yeah because it says it's like any way of like watching people have sex and it's talking about it's number one and i'm like i don't feel like the way it was describing is obviously being a couple who's watching another couple or being yeah who's watching a couple have sex and i'm like i don't feel like there's that many people no watching their friends have sex but i de- but obviously porn is huge it's a huge industry right so I'm that, that is why it's the number one thing so i think like so one of the things I've always wanted to do, this is like a fantasy. I really want to go. I've never been to a swingers club, but I really want to go with a partner of mine to a swinger that I'm like in a solid relationship with to a swingers club. And just like, I don't want to fuck in front of people, but I just kind of like want to check it out and like watch. And I think that would turn me on. And then like, we would go home. So fun fact, Chicago used to have several swinger clubs until like pre-COVID they had several underground swinger clubs that were very popular with um i'm not sure why chicago has so many i mean it probably is a lot of major order about i about but Yeah. I was reading something about like th- there's certain like swingers clubs that like you have to apply to get into. Yeah, these yeah. ones you and have then, to apply to get into. And you have you to submit show test up. result. Like mm-hmm. I like me personally, like the idea is cool, but like I me personally, like I wouldn't feel comfortable sleeping with people I didn't know. But like I, I might want to watch. Yeah, the idea is it feels just dangerous, unnecessarily dangerous. A hundred percent. Not so much as like the ideal couldn't be fun, but I'm not risking it all for that. Just well, the I. What do you mean risking it all? Like just physically being present, or like actually having sex with someone you don't know? I mean, having sex with someone I I don't know who I also know is a complete sweetinger yeah. makes yeah. me feel like that, that I don't makes me know sick to my I stomach personally. Yeah, I don't know if I feel safe. Yes, one hundred percent. But I mean, if like they have, watch. I don't care if they turned in like their SD results or whatever. Yeah. It just doesn't feel. I just don't. Know feel you. Wor- yeah, it doesn't feel worth it. I mean, I don't go home with dudes from the bar, so I'm definitely not going to a. Swing- I mean, like I'm kinky, but I need the like. I need to trust you. Like you know what I mean. Like I need to trust you. Right. I need to know you if I'm going to let you into my life like that. Right. Exactly. So, I'm going to talk about the proper technique to choking. Because this is one of the other top kinks on the side of um, behind voyeurism and behind impact play. Because a lot of people, that's like the spanking. Very common. I mean, I'll tell you how common it is. I'm sitting here Saturday studying for my freaking midterms. And the guy upstairs, I I think, I really think that it was like 1 o'clock p.m. And I'm really thinking that he was out for St. Patty's Day and he found himself a girl and they were upstairs having fun. Because not only was I hearing all the spanking, she was woo-hooing. What? She was woo-hooing, y'all. She was like, woo-hoo! And I was like, what? I'm, so I'm looking around. I'm trying to figure out who is boo-hooing. I live on the 29th floor, so I can't hear I'm people outside. Dead. And then I just hear that, you know. And, I, and, and then the headboard's hitting the wall. And I hear it again. Woo-hoo! And I'm like, wow. She's really up there woo-hooing. So... <laughs> 
Man, it was something, let me tell you, at the very least. So anyway, so behind voyeurism, there was like impact play um, and then choking, which is actually probably can be considered. So choking is considered breath play which I didn't ask you about because I was going to talk about it separate. So that's considered, so choking is also called like breath play um, because there's different levels of it. Some people do it alone. I remember there's like an old episode of um, Nip Tuck where he like almost strangles himself in the bathroom trying to oh choke himself God, while, he, while he jerks off. I <laughs> loved, wait, can we sidebar for a second? I, I literally, when I was like, I don't know, fifth grade, I was downstairs at 10 p.m. watching Nip Tuck, and my mom, like, knew it was my show but didn't know what it was. And after, like, three years of me watching it on Tuesday at 10 p.m., she actually watched it and was like, what the fuck have I been watching? Yeah, um, I also watched Nip Tuck as a child, and my parents had no idea. Yeah. Because if they did, oh if they did it would be, I, parental I controls would have been put on. I kind of want to it because it's fucked up. It's on, I actually was watching some old episodes. I think it's on Netflix or Hulu, it's I can't remember. It's so but twisted. You can, you can find it on TV for free. So, all right. So there is a proper technique to choking. So let's talk about this. Choking isn't about the loss of oxygen as much as it's about, um, you know, pressure. So look, I know men have been all over the internet and TikTok answering whether or not a woman should fully sit. And they're all like, hell yeah, sit down. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get scattered, smothered and covered or some shit. And then they're like, I don't need to, I don't need to breathe. If I die, I die. Just tell them I died happy at my funeral. I'm not kidding. You have seen so many TikTok videos because some girls asked guys on TikToks if they wanted the girls to actually fully sit when on their faces and oh, all these like dudes start squat. answering, yeah, instead of squatting. They were like, oh, you better not hover. Okay. I'm trying to get scattered, smothered, and covered. Oh, oh, <laughs> it's, oh. it's gotten out of control, honestly. The, the video's coming back and forth. One dude talking about, don't hover, just sit. I'm a professional. I can always find an air pocket. Like, what? So, no, that's not for me. I'm not trying to die for the D. Like, I'm not. I'm not trying to die for the D. She said, die for the D. I'm just saying, I've never met D worth dying for. So here's the thing. No. Choking or breath play, as it's sometimes call, is called, is an incredibly common kink. It's technically considered to be BDSM, but in my opinion, it's actually probably as common as normal. You know, exactly. It's probably it's way more normal to the point where I talk to a lot of my friends about sex. We all have really open conversations about our sex lives and all my friends are doing it. So I don't know how unusual or uncommon it actually is maybe it's a millennial thing who knows so first thing is first how do you initiate it if you're into it and you're the one who wants to be choked when you when you're having sex i recommend you just kind of like gently guide your partner's hand to your throat that's basically the universal sign that you want it yeah i mean or you i mean you could also just scream choke me but that might (laughs) I mean, you're looking at me crazy, but you communication. Also, I mean, you could also scream choke me, but you know, if you you could also just gently guide their hand. If you like choking, never and I repeat, never choke someone without their permission. Not only does it not, not everyone's into it, but it can be really triggering for some people. Some people aren't into it for a very specific reason. You know what I mean? Some people have had traumas in their lives so you don't want to like traumatize your partner so don't just like but if I you're the choker goes, I, you can't just it, grab at it i think that goes back to like having communication though with your partner yeah so if you don't if you don't want to verbalize and be like hey is it cool if i choke you which side note if you're not comfortable enough to have sex with someone 
that you can actually ask that question to. You can verbalize your wants and needs and you probably shouldn't be having sex with them. But that's okay. Um, I'm not comfortable open enough communicating like that with one night stands. That's why I don't have them. <laughs> but teach their own. Um, but I get that point blank verbalizing doesn't always feel sexy. So, you know, gently, and I repeat gently, placing your hand on the side of that person's neck, you know, so that your thumb is kind of over the throat, but your fingers and hands are on the Just side. Just don't crush the windpipe. Don't apply any pressure. If the person is interested, they'll guide your hand and more and they'll let you apply pressure than you know, like they're into it. Now, the proper technique to choking is you're applying pressure on the sides, on the carotid. You're not just choking down their windpipe. You're not trying to cut all oxygen off. Like I said, they're not trying to die from the D, for the D. Like, that's not what's happening. If I'm getting choked and somebody's taking the life out of me, like if I'm seeing God, I don't want to see God. That's not, not like that. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> Not that is traumatizing and you're like then you're like you know the the idea is that there's like a little bit of a little bit less blood flow and you kind of get this like dizzy high feeling you don't get dizzy high feeling if you just can't breathe because you're Mm -hmm. so distracted by the fact that you can't breathe that you're not enjoying the moment so i will repeat pressure on the sides of the neck not the windpipe it's really important that your partner can still don't breathe. Don't crush the windpipe. Don't crush the windpipe. Hashtag don't crush the windpipe. There we go. That's a, we'll start a new movement. It's good. Don't crush the windpipe. It's a new movement. Hashtag. So I, like I said, I, I mean, I, I've talked to all my friends basically about this before. Not that I'm just asking my friends about their sex lives, but we all talk about our sex lives in way too much intimate detail. I don't know if it's my friend group or if that's everybody. I would love to know, but we honestly do. Anyway, Sophie, you're, you know, you, got, you, you have a good choke session and you're, or you're having sex and he starts crushing your windpipe. What do you do? Pull his hand off and say, what the fuck are you doing? No, honestly, like, uh, that's, that's just too much. That's too much. I I mean, like, girls and guys, I feel like if someone is choking me and, like, I guess it's hot if I'm, like, also grabbing their wrist, but then if I'm, like, pulling it off and I'm, like, I can't breathe. Yes. (laughs) Like, (laughs) this isn't... (laughs) Yes. I I mean, I think, like, they get the message. (laughs) Yeah. You're just, like, okay, this is way too aggressive. I literally can't breathe. (laughs) This is no longer good. I'm turning purple. <laughs> so I'm not going to turn purple easily because I'm white. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. So I have this question. I saw this earlier and I was like, I'm going to ask a question about this. So you're if you're sleeping with a man and he pulls out his strap on to get pegged, are you wait, into wait, it? Wait, can you, can you repeat? You that? heard me. If you're sleeping with a man and he pulls out his strap on to get pegged, would you be comfortable doing it? Yes, um, because anyone I'm sleeping with is someone that I'm like super comfortable with, um, and if that's that's what he's he wants, like sure. But I also, but like, if that's what he wants and that's what's gonna make him feel good, absolutely. And I, I don't, I won't think he's like, I, I won't think he's gay. I won't think he's any any type of way. Like, and if and if he 
is bisexual, like I don't care. I'm like I'm not the one to judge. I don't kink shame. I don't. I don't think that's necessarily gay trait. I mean, I know some no, people. I know I'm just saying. Like I know a lot is. of guys that are like, oh, he's gay if he likes that. Like, yeah, no, I know that some people probably think it is. But I don't necessarily think it's a gay trait. I personally just it would not be a turn on for me to the point where like I wouldn't want to do it because it would be really my I time. don't think it would be like a turn on for me, but if it, it actually, you know, I, I changed my mind. It would, because if I'm making my partner who I care about feel good, like that good. And that's what they're comfortable like asking for. Then yes, it is a turn on to me. I mean, because if I'm making them feel good, like I said, not kink streaming here. If if I find it like really weird, I'm like, yo, I'm not, I'm just not into that. <laughs> but no, I would totally be fine with that. All right. So if anything, you want to give me any more information about your kinky side? Or not yours, just general. Do you think squirting is considered a kink? Huh. I don't know because, well, for one, not everybody is capable of doing it um, all the time, right? Or they don't know how to do it or they haven't been. It's not like the right button. Yeah, exactly. Or like, or like the, well, yeah, technically everybody can do it. It's a lot of people haven't been able to or haven't had the experience or um, haven't been pushed on that particular spot that allows them to do it. I mean, I think I wouldn't say doing it is a kink as much as maybe someone who likes to be the person to do that for a girl. You know what I mean? Whether it's a guy or girl, like if you're the girl, if you're the other person who's like super into like making that happen. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, yeah. Like, kink. like you're like trying right, for yes, that. I think that yeah, would yeah, be that's a kink. A hundred percent. You know what kink I find is like really, I'm not kink shaming, but what I think is like really interesting, but funny. Is the furry. 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 <laughs> So one of my friends one time was like, she was, she had her apartment. She just moved to Miami and I was like on FaceTime with her and she's like, I don't know what's going on, but there's all these characters downstairs. And she took like a picture of all these like, and I was like, that's a furry and I had to explain to her, like, I just, I don't understand that. Like, are they actually having sex or are they just like, I don't um, I think it falls like, under, well, honestly, I think really? it falls under the sensation play. Really? Yeah, I think it does because it's kind of like, I think they like the feeling of the fur on their skin while they're having sex. But it's not on their skin, it's on their costume. Yeah, but it's rubbing on you like you, you have, they have sex with their costumes on. If they can, I thought they like, I don't, I honestly don't. We should probably I think Google they that because I really don't know how that works. Uh, it's, that's a world that I'm not really interested in diving in, like being a part of. But I was thinking about it because I feel like it's, that's like the common kink that a lot of people think about. Like they think about fur kinks. And when you think about kink kinks that people. I don't that, think that people think like about. Fur. I think they do. I think that if you think about the kinks that people, other people don't do, but they think are weird. They're like, people are like, oh yeah, fur and foot. Like that's the thing that people talk about as being like, I, think, I don't feel like furry comes about. up as much because like people don't think about it. Feet for sure. Feet for sure. Feet for sure. I, yeah, I'm not, like I said, I'm not like the foot fetish thing is like not a thing, but like if you want to suck my toes, I'm not telling. So do you remember this show that used to be called My Strange Addiction? Yeah, but I never really watched it. Okay, so it. one time in high school, I didn't watch it regularly, but one time in high school, I think, I think it was back in high school or college. 
Either way, I'm watching this show because it's on TV. And this guy, <laughs> he was addicted to having sex with his car. It was his red Mustang. <laughs> Like actually, I swear to God, like what he's putting so his penis so between the multiple seats. Multiple times a day, he would like go under his car and just like rub his penis on it until he came under it. Yeah, he would be like under his car, like or on the hood of it, and he would just rub his penis on it until he came. But he would do it like so many times a day, and he's like highly. I'm sorry, to I'm it. not down to kink shape. <laughs> yeah, I think, I'm gonna say that's wild, not weird. I'm gonna say that's wild. Because I'm not kink shaming, so I'm not going to say that's weird. I straight up will <laughs> never forget about it. I'm not kidding you. I will never forget that episode because I was just sitting there watching it and I was like, what in the blue hell am I seeing what right now on that? TV? Like, it, I will never forget it. I just won't. <laughs> it was wild. <laughs> it's like, that's, yeah. Him and I, the girl who couldn't stop eating toilet paper. Like, what? what? Yeah, I'm telling you, my strange addiction I, I is wild. I want to know, like, that show back. hey, have you seen this shit about, like, Serial killers get off by killing people. Like they get off. Yeah. Oh, that's a huge thing. It's a huge part of serial killers. Or a huge thing in serial killers of like, um, there's a whole spectrum of serial serial killers who specifically are aroused by um murder. I mean, Ted Bundy is considered one of those types, right? right. There's a huge spectrum of it. I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts, mm-hmm. so I know way too much about serial killers and shit, but no, that's, I mean, I guess that's a kink too, but it's, that's a kink I can shame you for, right? Like, <sighs> um, just like, okay, so I don't care what you do as long as there's two consensual adults involved mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. nobody's truly getting hurt. So, yes. so with that said, there's rape fantasies and that's a kink and rape fantasies. If there's two consensual adults who are equally a part of it, I mean, it's it, then a- that's fine. If you're going out and raping people because you like a power dynamic and like you no. want to take something from somebody, that's not fine. So that's a that's a weird one. And it's it feels like it's teetering on the line. But I guess if your thing is the power dynamic of rape, then if you're able to do it in a healthy way and find a partner who is okay with that and is into that fantasy style as well, then I'd rather you do that than, you know, take some poor woman on the but street. But I feel like that's not so much like a, maybe this is my mind trying to justify that, but like, I feel like it's more of like a, I say power dynamic versus like actual rape. But no, women have rape fantasies yeah. as well. Yeah, as well. I know. Like, the, like the, the women who participate in them, then this consensual rape fantasy situation. I really feel like as a viewer, I I might, I might be the queen of Pornhub because I I like, I I like watching porn. Like I, I really, really enjoy it. And like, sometimes like I, I like you go down these rabbit holes, like when you're watching porn of like kinks or whatever, because it's like the next thing that comes up and that looks interesting. And then you're like, what the fuck am I checking off to? Oh my God. (laughs) But like it, I mean, I've seen some really fucking weird shit that I've been like, okay, this is like too way, much. it's too yeah. much. It's too much. And I've also seen things I've gotten off to. And then as soon as I get off, I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? I don't know. I think cannot, my cannot say, I honestly, like I've never gotten off to like a rape. My fantasy. biggest like, concern freaks me out. with those sort of things are, yes, there are rape fantasy type porns on Pornhub, of course. And there's also a lot of, young girl 
you know, the yeah, a lot of school like traffic, travel, yeah, traffic. That's- so oh, yeah, I don't crazy to think about. Right, so there's there's some crazy stuff out there. 100%. There's some crazy stuff out there, and most of it's you know relatively harmless. But I don't know. It's out. There. It's out there. You can find anything on the hub. You really can. Just about anything <laughs> on the hub. On the hub. All right. I told you that's like my longest relationship <laughs> is me and the hub. Oh goodness. All right. So All right. thank you so much for joining us. Or me, not us. Yeah, no, it was really fun. <laughs> us is it's just us, me. Us. Thanks well, for joining well, me. Well, it's not because like the viewers. Yeah. So thank yeah, you for joining me, listeners. Um. And any last parting words? No. No. I mean, like, if if, if anyone has any questions, like, I'm happy to answer them. All right, and hit them up with your social. Oh, my social, Instagram, Twitter, at NotoriouslyHer. All right, guys. Well, that was the end of episode six. I hope you enjoyed it with Sophie as my guest. I know there's a lot of echo in there, and I'm sorry for that. I work, try to work it out, but... um. What we live and learn is that you should not use two mics right next to each other because you will get an echo. Who knew? Oh, well. Anyway, we won't make that mistake again. But what we will do is start our affirmations. And I think it's kind of really important that you guys look yourself in the mirror when you do this one. Look yourself right in the eye so you know that you're talking to yourself. And then repeat after me. I am strong. I am fierce. I am unstoppable. I am strong. I am fierce. I am unstoppable. One more time for Women's History Month. I am strong. I am fierce. I'm unstoppable. Now, take a deep breath and remember who the fuck you are. Bye. Go.